Welcome to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. Providing you with tips and strategies you can use to improve your patient engagement. Hi, this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. In this series, I take one communication question or issue that doctors have raised, dig deeper into it with some research, then give you a strategy that you can use in your practice today. And I do it all in about 10 minutes. Many physicians have talked with me about improving their patient education. This makes sense. It's a topic tightly woven together with patient communication and with health literacy. This is the third in a series of podcasts that dips down into some educational processes. The first one focuses on the importance of your patient's background knowledge. Another is about how you're educating, specifically how you're handling your medical knowledge. This episode is about identifying your educational goals and why that's important. And I'll give you one question that will help you cut through the noise, help make sure everything you're doing is contributing to your goals when you're educating a patient. But what do you get from looking at your patient education goals? I'm not sure the last time someone asked you about them. Each time you educate a patient, you have some goals, you know, what you are trying to make happen there, short-term, long-term. If you know what your goals are, you know when you reach them, right? But there's more to be gained than this. When you reflect on your patient education goals, you gain control over your communication by connecting your words to your goals. You can identify your own best practices and find out what's getting in your way. You can take some pressure off yourself by acknowledging you have multiple potentially conflicting goals and make strategic use of your time by focusing on only a few goals. That's what we're going to talk about today. There's plenty of good reasons to be conscious of your patient education goals. Now, maybe you think about them often, but just in case you don't, I'm going to break some of it down for you. Goals are tricky. Goals get a lot of airtime in the business world, in the professional development realm, in personal development realms. In health education research, slightly different story. There's significant attention paid to patients' goal setting. Some research describes collaborative goal setting, but again, the focus is on patients. What about your goals when it comes to educating? Sure, your educational goals might seem self-explanatory. Better health outcomes, getting a patient from A to B, but you know this is all more complicated than it sounds. You definitely have goals when it comes to patient education. Let me draw your attention to what some of these goals might be. Then we'll drill down to just one. It's important to recognize that in any patient education scenario, you will have multiple simultaneous goals. That is to say, there are all sorts of things you're trying to achieve, whether or not you get a chance to acknowledge all of these to yourself. Some will relate to patient learning, like going over the results of a test. Some are about your relationship with the patient and his or her family, like involving family members in shared decision-making. 
Some are explicit organizational goals that you don't have a choice about so much, like time or RVUs. Some are more tacit organizational goals, related to the kind of small-scale micropolitics going on in your practice situation, like how you handle the last patient on a Friday right before a holiday. Some are connected to your professional role, your duties. Some are connected to the kind of professional you want to be, your dreams. And there's more. All of these are worth talking about. In a way, all of these come into play around patient education. What's especially fun is that some of these goals will likely compete with each other. With all of this complexity to work with, we're going to drill down to just one goal. When it comes to setting goals for yourself or others, you may have heard the phrase, what do you want to know and be able to do? Well, that's lovely, but we can do better. Phrases like that can be less helpful than they seem. They tend to flatten the learning process and make educating seem much more linear than it is. The seemingly innocent know and can do also eliminates all the goals that are possible besides that, and we wind up focusing solely on what's easily observable, while ignoring that human learning is largely invisible and usually pretty messy. Broadly speaking, your ultimate goals may include your facilitating your patient's understanding of and ability to negotiate the health situation they are in. So how do you know what to focus on when you're educating? Ask yourself this one question. What are you hoping this person will learn in their time with you today? Another way of saying this is, what do you want this patient to be thinking about after your interaction is over? Go ahead and articulate your response to yourself. What are you hoping this person will learn in their time with you today? Here's one physician's response. She told me about her patient with uncontrolled diabetes and hypertension. She said she hoped in her next visit that the patient would learn how and why to control her diet. Then she added that this patient had been shamed for her appearance, and so she hoped this patient would learn some body positivity in their time together. This question, what are you hoping this person will learn in their time with you today, is about multiple things. One is surfacing your explicit learning goals for patient education in this encounter. Now, many of your goals may be cumulative. You ultimately want that better health outcome. This question draws your focus to what it is you are hoping the patient will learn in this visit. Answering this question gives you some clarity on your primary patient education goal. Cut down the noise. When you know what you're aiming for, it does more than show you where you're going. This level of clarity also allows you to remove obstacles. You can start to notice those times when you unintentionally take the hard way around by talking and acting in ways that don't fit with your primary goal. Put another way, 
With your primary patient education goal in mind, you have a chance to ask yourself, what's helping you get there and what's in your way? When you know what you are hoping this person will learn in their time with you today, you can then ask yourself some pointed questions. Is what I'm talking about contributing to that goal or not? Which of my words are contributing to that goal? Which might not be. Which of my actions are contributing to that goal? Which might be getting in the way? The physician mentioned earlier offered some phrases that she thought might help her achieve both her educational goals of helping her patient learn how and why to control her diet, along with some body positivity. She imagines saying, quote, Let's sit down and talk about your body. It's beautiful. There's no time to listen to people who do not know anything about you and your anatomy. I thought these phrases supported both her goals and opened up some opportunities for some good talk. What small changes can you make so that the majority of your words and actions are serving your patient education goals? Remember, all of your patients are capable of learning regardless of their age, language, background, or IQ score. In our short time together today, I hope you've learned that goals can be complex, but more than that, I hope you've learned that it's totally worth it to sort through the complexity and get to clarity. I'll encourage you to keep thinking about what your goals are for each patient education encounter, and mentally check in your words and actions against those goals. See what I did there? (laughs) If you're listening on iTunes, it would be a big help if you do the rate and review, leave stars, write something in the box. On healthcommunicationpartners.com, leave a comment and let us know what you think. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.